And welcome back to another episode of Lights Out uh, here on the Lights Out podcast. Um, And today we will be discussing um, our thoughts on the new qualifying system that the um, that F1 tried out this season, uh, sprint qualifying, um, a different, interesting format, but um, it delivered some exciting results. So um, each one of us, we're going to give a little review on on uh, our thoughts of, of sprint qualifying. And, uh, and we'll get into some other types of qualifying, too, that might... Uh, might be interesting for uh, F1 to include in future years. Um, Spencer, would you like to start us off on your thoughts of uh, sprint qualifying? Yeah, sure. Um, I've always been a proponent of it. When it was first, when the idea was first introduced, I, I immediately thought it would be a good idea because obviously the goal F1 is a business and the goal is to increase viewership and increase awareness of the sport. And I think um, the sprint qualifying was a, was a good way to do that. It made, I mean, as we saw this season, it made race weekends more exciting. It was like a whole mini race that we had for qualifying, and especially in Brazil. It was very exciting to see Lewis's charge up through the field. It's um. Mm. Yeah, I've yeah. always been a fan of it. I think it's a good thing for it adds an exciting element every race, but I do like the way that they're doing it right now. Yeah, I'm also generally speaking a proponent of it just because I think it adds another dimension to it. However, I do think that F1 needs to be strategic. F1 and the F5 need to be strategic in which tracks they do it at because I think what you saw... Like with Monza, yes, there was a little bit of like a shakeup. I know Lewis had a poor start in that, but generally speaking, like races don't really depend on some tracks. Races don't really get interesting until like you throw in the pitch strategy, and that's you know sometimes thirty laps in, and the sprint is you know between twenty and twenty five or whatever it is, right? Yeah. So I think yeah, it's yeah. There's no yeah. It's like. The issue, yeah, the issue is that you just see the first like twenty laps of a race, and then it's not that interesting. I think like that's obviously Brazil was great um, entertainment because Lewis, you know that that's that's what it's there for. Like that's it was almost like the perfect storm for Lewis with the <laughs> with you know his disqualification and um, him taking a grid penalty anyway. Um, so that that was an example of it working well. But I look at Silverstone and I I see. It was just, like, unfortunate. Like, I think Checo was, was got screwed because of it. He made a mistake on, like, that opening lap of the sprint and then um, was towards the back of the grade, which you can say is, like, that's why it's there. It's to shake things up. That's unexpected. Uh, but I also think that it should be at tracks where you know you're going to see some overtakes when everyone's on fresh tires because tires and strategy and, you know, tire deg and the track heating up is all a part of f1 and that's what leads to you know uh overtaking and 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 changes in the race but when everyone's on fresh tires i know sometimes they were on different tires but i mean most of the time it was like everyone on softs or two on mediums or everyone on mediums a couple on softs um you just didn't see that much because they were all kind of on level paying because like 
those soft tires will be good for those 20 laps. You know what I mean? Right. Um, So there's just not enough. I don't think there's enough room for variation. And that because of that, you don't see as much overtaking, but I think that the idea of it um, can work. And I think it could really work. I think it's more promising than like, I know we'll get into like a reverse grid. I think this is a better alternative to that. I think the reverse grid would have a lot of backlash. I doubt that would ever happen. Uh, but yeah, I think it was a good start for Sprint. I think people took to it somewhat well. Um, but yeah, I think just generally they need to be a little strategic about which tracks they pick um, and maybe influence some kind of, like you have to use a set of tires that you used in practice or something like that um, to maybe add something to it. Yeah, I'll, yeah I kind of agree what you guys had said before. Um, but you know, like... Um, when when we were in uh Silverstone, um, like Fernando Alonso got, I think it was like seven places, like in the in the sprint or like something crazy, and um, you know, um, when we were in Monza, you know, we had Daniel Ricciardo fighting in the in Valtteri Bottas in the top three, you know, like um, it's like Daniel Ricciardo, he wasn't someone we really saw like in the podium places all that much and um we also in brazil we saw like carlos Sainz like getting some some extra points like i do i do think like we did get a little bit of a a mixed up like a mixed up grid and um i think it was just a coincidence that pretty much like the first three times like lewis and max had their um had collisions and controversy where like the all three sprint races um i think that was just curious i, I feel like that was coincidence though because like when you look at the incidents they had nothing really to do with the sprint um you could say that brazil you know max and lewis might not have coll- like been that close if lewis started 20th like you saw he made up that many places i guess you could say that but i feel like monza that was more down to Mac and slow pit stop. And then Silverstone, I mean, that was the first lap and all that changed was like the, the two places swapped. Um, I feel like that's, that was more of a coincidence, but I do get what you're saying. Like each of the races that had a sprint were very interesting, but I feel like that's kind of a, just a coincidence. We are. That's why did I say it wasn't a coincidence? I think I meant to say that it was like it, it just happened to, um, yeah. I, I don't think that I think it was just weird. Cause I mean, like, what happened with Monza, it was really because Max had, like, an 11-second pit stop. Like, that really wouldn't – that doesn't really happen. Right, yeah. That just – that was just bad luck of the draw. But anyway, um, I mean, I think it, it was kind of weird. I think, for me, like, the scheduling of, like, the weekend of how they had on um, Friday, how they had free practice one – and then they did the normal um, Q1, Q2, Q3 qualifyings mm-hmm. later that night, but then another free practice the next morning. I kind of, I kind of was a little weird that they only got one practice session. They're qualifying and they're practicing again. I know, like, um, it would be tough to do the regular qualifying in the morning and then do a, a sprint race. Like yeah. the following day, that would be that would be quite a lot to do. But I kind of felt that was like a weird 
like breaking in momentum of like I don't know, you usually like get the, the free practice out early in the weekend and then you get into qualifying and then you get into the into the race. Uh but um but I I think I don't know, I think I think I would have liked to see I think like more points or like or more positions get awarded. Um I think they should have done the top five of the sprint get points and not not just the top thirty. Yeah, that could work. I think I think that makes sense. Um like I get I get they can't do the that would be like really crazy if they did like I'm not saying they need to do like the whole like top ten with first getting twenty five, eighteen, fifteen, like that. Definitely That's just another that race. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um I don't know. So, um, I guess, what tracks do you think, uh, if if F one were to do sprint yeah. sprint qualifying, what tracks do you think we should or that they should try it at? Well, the the one that's at the bottom of my list is Monaco. I think if there's ever a sprint qualifying at Monaco, that's a crime because yeah. it would just be a yeah. complete waste yeah. of our time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think for those good like opening lap. I honestly, I think, think Azerbaijan. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say Baku because, like, yeah, I think Baku is like a really good mix because it's it's got like the street circuit where it's like tight, like in the first couple sectors, but it really opens up in the last sector and you can get some overtaking. Yeah, like, and there's you, always passing because that main yeah. straight is just it's, so yeah. so long. The DRS with that, it's so yeah. easy for yeah, yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah, I think I think I think back is a good track. I do think Brazil was a good pick. Yeah, Brazil yeah, I like good. I like Brazil because Brazil. Brazil is quick. There's plenty of overtaking opportunities. Um, I think Abu Abu Dhabi could be good, especially yeah. now with the new yeah yeah with the new track. They've, yeah, um, I've gotten rid of a couple of those crazy like that chicane was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, those yeah they got rid of that. Yeah, like you saw it with Max in that first lap. Like he made that dive to the haircut yeah. and I feel like you could see a lot potentially a, just maybe not a lot but there are definitely opportunities there to be had yeah, um, yeah. early in the race yeah I mean probably I, w- I don't know if you'd want to have it at Abu Dhabi if if Abu Dhabi is still the final race of the yeah season, I think I think I think it will be just would... from monetary reasons because that's always going to be the yeah. most expensive one and they want yeah it's all like the glitz and glamour and all the big oh, yeah. celebrities which is stupid that. because Brazil is so much better suited to be like it's so historic and like being won there that I yeah, like, I I prefer Brazil, but that's not my choice, obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Azerbaijan is probably like the first one that comes to mind that should have a sprint race. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, yeah, I think that's probably all the best tracks because, like, I don't know if you did if you did hungry, that would be. That would not be good. Um, I mean, there really isn't much overtaking opportunity there. I mean, we have seen like some, like, like I know uh, in 2018, uh, Danny Rick went from like I think like P16 to P4, but um, like stuff that like that really rarely happens. But yeah. uh, something else I want to get into the into today was um, the possibility of. Uh, reverse of a reverse grid uh qualifying and uh for or for those of you that don't know or 
can't tell by the name. Uh, it's basically you would normally go through a, like a normal qualifying session, and like once everyone's taken like their engine penalties or whatever, like the FIA they would have to like go randomly so like people the front runners wouldn't like on purpose like, is it random or is it like a complete opposite is that no, 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 or like i'm saying like they would have to choose like which track they do it at randomly. oh okay okay sorry no no so oh, sorry i messed i want i want ahead of myself so i would be really it would be it's like if you qualify p1 you would be starting at p20 and then right to 19 it Threes and etc. Yeah, but I'm saying like um, the FIA like would have to say like, okay, the after qualifying's finished with like, okay, we're gonna do reverse. So like, like if this year if they did this year like Max and Lewis wouldn't like or like people wouldn't try to be getting the slowest lap because that's that would be yeah. That, be I think that just causes from mayhem. That would be funny. I can I know I know you misspoke, but that brought an idea to me. Like, what if you just completely randomized it, like like a whole like oh, lottery, like a that, whole that lot, like a be, whole mix mm, up. That that would that would be interesting. <laughs> that <laughs> that would be that would be. I don't know how that would tr- go out. Nikita but... Mazepin <laughs> P three. Yeah. Well, Mazepin would be like pole five. five. Oh yeah. 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 Speaking oh. of Mazepin, I I was thinking of like future seats, and I was thinking of how. You know, Mick Schumacher just outperformed Nikita Mazepin. But, like, in all likelihood, Mick is probably going to lose his seat within, like, two years. Because Nikita's going to keep his seat and Haas are probably going to turn into, like, a Ural Collide, like, team. And he's not probably not going to get his seat at Ferrari, which is going to suck because I feel like Sainz and Leclerc are, like, set. I'm not sorry, Mick Master drops off again, but I don't think it's going to happen. I, I was thinking of. Like all, all these money drivers and how like frustrating it is for like kids like Oscar Piastri obviously deserve a seat more than Randy Joe, more than Nikita Mazepin, and meanwhile Mick Schumacher who's there on merit is probably gonna get bumped for another one of those within like two years. I just messed up that system basically. Yeah. Well the thing is with Nikita Mazepin is that he's he's bringing in like all this money with his father and and he's got other sponsors that support him, but he's like he's crashed so many times, you yeah. Know? And he's like he makes he up blocks he blocks so many people. Like he's gonna start getting fined too. Like I mean, like he's bringing a lot of money, but he's also costing Hass a lot of money too. So it's not really a profitable person. Like it's not a profitable transaction. So mm. I mean, but with like. Mick Schumacher, like, decently performing with the car. Um, you know, he's had – he's made it to Q2, I want to say, twice um, last year. And uh, I think I think now since he's now out of his rookie season, he'll be able to – he might be able to do a little bit better um, next year. And, you know, we've heard rumors that Haas has been – really focusing all their resources into developing the uh, this coming year's car as uh, we have the new regulations coming in. And uh, and it's exciting to see because um, we know Aston Martins, um, they got their reveal date. Ferrari just 
revealed their date. Um, oh my gosh, the 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 mic crack. Oh no, my, my gosh! <laughs> we can Dude. talk about all the driver, uh, no driver, team principal changes and stuff like the that. The comments, yeah, <laughs> on Formula One's post were hilarious. Oh my god, that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I I think <laughs> I, I I don't know if you saw it. It came out somewhat recently. Um, what's his name? Uh, I'll find it. The Are guy Omar. No, 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 yeah. Well, it, it relates to Omar. Omar is now becoming like a consultant for Alpine. Oh, really? Oh, okay. This oh. happened like within the last like few hours. Oh, oh, really? Oh, I didn't. Alan Prost is leaving his advisor role with uh, Otmar, expected to join along with BWT. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. I would have thought he was going to get another team principal job, to be honest, but I think yeah. that's a good move for Alpine. Yeah. He, I, he, I, heard, he, I heard rumors that um, Otmar would be replacing. Um, Whoever, I can't. I can never remember Alpine's team principal last year. The new but, one, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, because I mean, uh, aside from the twenty twenty um, uh, pink Mercedes uh, scenario, um, Almar has really done a good job on on getting a team with low financial resources, getting good points. You know, all his work with Force India, Racing yeah. Point. Um, so he knows how to, um, run a good midfield team, but, um, but yeah, I guess, uh, Alpine has kind of become the new, new racing point almost as Aston Martin has, uh, has fell back a little. Yeah, they have, but I think they'll pick it up eventually. Yeah, season, I, I feel like this season is so big for Aston Martin. Everyone last year was on like the Aston Martin hype train, and it was like, oh my god, this team has like the money and the resources to, you know, they're building this brand new campus at Silverstone. Like, well, the thing is, like, this season is so wide open. Yeah, nobody yeah. knows what to expect. Right, they could finish like yes. fifth or sixth, but think yeah. they made an improvement. But like, someone jumps seven, all of a sudden they're like a midfield team with all this right. money and right. some the battle, and you're like, all right, you gotta. We know Lance Stroll isn't going anywhere, but like, I know he had a decent year, but I feel like a lot of pressure's on them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we kind of got a little bit of away from the reverse grid because I know um one time a reporter brought it up in a in a conference with uh Lewis and and Seb and they completely like trashed the idea. Yeah, they um, were not. They were not happy there. Um, yeah, I remember that press conference. Seb said it was but, complete BS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah uh, but but Charles Leclerc uh, said that it it does have potential. I think some sometime this past year, um, he said. But but what I kind of want to see, honestly, like I think it'd be kind of funny if they for like one race they did like a golf tournament as like in like your results on like the golf tournament like like um would be your your starting grid position and we could see like a Carlando 1 2 again yeah that could be that could be that interesting would, that would been that would be funny but i always thought it would be interesting if they did like if they did like a um a race where they used like their manufacturers road cars 
on like a track. I've I've always thought that that could be an interesting idea. That'd be cool. I just yeah. don't think everyone has them. Yeah. Yeah, because because we're dealing with Red Bull and who are yeah. Well, Red well, Bull Red Bull has the Honda. Red Bull. You could have a Honda sponsorship. Oh, so they oh, would do. Oh. So they would do the NSX. Yeah, oh, McLaren, God. Ferrari, uh, Mercedes Alpine. AMG. Alpine yeah. does have cars. Alpine except... are sports cars. Yeah. Yeah. Alpha Mayor, yes. Williams, no. Aston Martin, yes. Obviously. Yeah. So it's just kind of, it's just Haas and Williams, I think, right? Yeah. Well, would they just use their engine, whoever their engine supplies, like Haas use a, a Ferrari and. Yeah, they probably <laughs> use like engine suppliers or something like that. Yeah, that'd be really fun. I think that could be interesting, yeah. though. God, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Or. No, what if they did um, how well you did in Grill the Grid as like, the <laughs> following grid starting positions? That <laughs> no one takes it seriously except for Seb. Yeah, and that would be funny. Like, if they were just like, "Ha, psych, your results mattered." Yeah, that would that would be interesting. Um. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and you guys have uh, any other? qualifying uh ideas yeah i mean just like i don't i'm not a big fan of the reverse grid i don't think it would be that great we i feel like we do have to see what happens relations in this coming season before any other changes to like the race weekend format are made no i would just it was just i was seeing how interesting like hungary and like brazil were because they were like almost reverse they were almost like reverse good races themselves. Right. As we saw, like, Esteban, Seb, and, like, Latifi, and, like, the podium places on, like, lap three. And, right. Uh, and Hamilton and Verstappen coming on the charge. I mean, Verstappen couldn't really do much with, like, half a car. But, um, and, you know, even I know, like, Lewis had, like, in, kind of like an almost overpowered engine but just seeing how like the kind of his chase up to max in brazil like i don't i don't think it would be that ridiculous but i I think they kind of they kind of rubbed it rubbed it off a little too early but um, i don't know it, yeah. it, just, it was just a, a thought i had mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I said. I feel like we just have to kind of wait and see what happens. Yeah, because yeah, yeah Mercedes, Mercedes and Red Bull, they might not be one two next year. So you know, right? Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for listening to another Lights Out podcast. Uh, all our links will be in the description. So follow us on Instagram for some good meme uh, <laughs> uh, co- content on uh, the Lights Out podcast page and uh, make sure to listen to all our um, episodes we recorded earlier if you've missed them because they're great content if you can't already tell. So uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see you soon and uh, have a good day. Peace. Yep, see ya. Peace. Peace.